This is the Marketing Things Podcast, a podcast about marketing your things, whatever that might be. Subscribe to us at marketingthings.net. Marketing Things is the official podcast of Adina Marketing, West Virginia's friendliest digital marketing agency. Visit us at adinamarketing.com. Here's your host, Josh King. Welcome to episode one of the Marketing Things podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to us by visiting our website at marketingthings.net. Uh, you can also subscribe through iTunes or on the Google Play Store. Uh, you can email us any questions at ask at marketingthings.net. Or you can hit us up on Facebook, and that's at facebook.com slash marketingthingspodcast. Or you can go in the search bar and type Marketing Things Podcast, and our page should pop up. Uh, any questions that you send are anonymous, unless you specifically say that you don't mind that I say your name. I don't like to put people on the spot like that. So uh, just to jump into it, uh, I was going to do a Q&A episode this week, but something happened that reminded me of this topic, and I wanted to talk about it. Um, the topic for this episode is going to cover something that doesn't have much to do with marketing specifically. It does a little bit, ties in. But it has more to do with business in general and, and even life, and that's the concept of staying in your lane. Uh, and for a bit of housekeeping, you know, the reason why this episode was kind of janky and, and delayed quite a bit was uh, because of the story I'm about to tell. And, uh, you know, I'm still feeling things out a little bit and getting into the groove of things. So I do apologize, and uh, we'll try to get on some sort of decent schedule in the coming weeks. It's going to take a bit of moving things around so just bear with me on that and we'll get it figured out but uh so uh staying in your lane um yeah that can mean a couple different things i've heard it used in different contexts i think i've heard it used to mean mind your own business but what i'm talking about is playing to your own skill level so in business staying in your lane means playing to your strengths and not trying to do everything uh, especially things that you don't know much about. And a lot of business owners, I feel, including me, do that quite a bit, especially in the beginning. And I've been doing this for you know 10 years, and, and I uh, made a colossal mistake this week. Uh, maybe not colossal, but it was a big mistake, and it, it's something that really I've learned this week, and it's something I probably should have learned early on. Um and sort of to, to get into the background of it is um, I've always done my own taxes. And yes, the story is about taxes. So I think that pretty much anybody that owns a business can definitely relate. Um, but I've always done my own taxes, whether they're personal taxes or my business taxes. And I did them for many years. I used to do it by hand. And I started using TurboTax. And even when I had my LLC, everything passed through to a 1099. So... It was all done through my personal taxes anyways. Um, and, uh, you know, but more recently, uh, I think it was in 2015, a late, late part of 2015, I uh, started an S-Corp instead of an LLC. And because of that, you know, I didn't do any business till January 1st of 2016. This year was my first year doing taxes for my S-Corp or any S-Corp for that matter. So because of that, I, I completely, completely underestimated the difficulty of that task. And like a lot of entrepreneurs and, and business owners, uh, not everybody, but a lot of them, um, I procrastinated until 
this past Sunday evening, which was March 12th. And just for uh, context, corporate taxes, uh, as opposed to like sole proprietorship or, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know about LLCs, but I know like C-Corps, S-Corps and partnerships, they're due on March 15th instead of April 15th. So, you know, Sunday, March 12th in the evening, I'm thinking to myself, well, I probably should do my taxes because <laughs> they're due Wednesday, which was yesterday. So I hop on Amazon and um, purchase TurboTax for business, uh, the Windows software. And I started on my federal return and got it done. You know, didn't have too many hitches. Uh, you know, I had to dig up some of my accounts and balance sheets and I was able to get them filed within a short amount of time. It was pretty quick. But towards the end, uh, right around where they, you know, start advertising their, uh, you know, filing your state return, I went to do that, and there was some kind of glitch in the software, and, and I wasn't able to do my state return via TurboTax. And if anybody's had any experience with Intuit, um, you know that their customer service is pretty pretty awful. So I didn't get anywhere with, you know, tech support with them. So... I was like, well, you know, no big deal. I'll just, I'll just send it in by mail. I'll do it by hand. And that kind of became my undoing at that point because I downloaded the West Virginia S-Corp tax return and immediately my eyes started to bleed. <laughs> Not literally, but I, I did get a headache. But um, I realized I totally went over my skill level. And I sat there and I printed it and got a pen got all my reports together, got my federal return pulled up, and it took me about three hours that night, and I, I didn't even really get it finished. But I went to bed fairly late. I was stressed, uh, and, you know, the deadline was approaching. I mean, they were due Wednesday, which was yesterday. So uh, I went to bed. I tried to get some rest, and then Monday morning I reprinted the return because my handwriting is awful. And I looked at this return. I'm like, they're not going to be able to decipher half this shit. So I re-downloaded the, the return and reprinted it. And, you know, as I started, like, rewriting everything, I started redoing some of the calculations to double check and just filling in places that I hadn't filled in before to make sure everything was, like, as perfect as I could get it. And... So after that, I, I started, you know, printing my balance sheets and my federal return and some other, you know, payroll records and things like that. So I, I figured I could run it up to Charleston and they could just double check that I didn't screw anything up. Now, I'm not asking them to do a full audit on my tax return, you know, just look over it, make sure I didn't, you know, put anything in the wrong place or, or didn't fill anything out that I was supposed to fill out. That's all. Anybody that does this stuff every day, it takes like five, ten minutes to do, I'm sure. These people are, you know, good at what they do. Um, well, I can't say I can't say the same for, you know. But, uh, you know, I emailed the tax department because you can't get a hold of them on the phone. It's impossible. Um, you sit on hold uh, with music playing for God knows how long. I only lasted about 25 minutes. I wasn't going to wait any longer. So I emailed them. And the answer I got back was basically, we don't check returns until they're filed, which is sort of crazy. I mean, it seems like a waste of time to file a return if it ends up being wrong. And I guess they do charge fees if you file an uh, incorrect return. So I guess they make money off that. So they're definitely not going to help you with it, uh, which is, you know, 
me being naive, I guess. Uh, I've never, I haven't had the occasion to deal with the tax department all that often. Uh, I always pay my sales taxes, and and I don't call them or email them that much. So I, I don't know what they can and can't do, you know. Um. So at that point. I just decide I got to mail it in because I'm not going to waste my time and gas going up there. You know, I only live about half hour, 45 minutes from Charleston, but I'm not going to go all the way up there if they're not going to be able to help me out or anything. So I went over my return again. I was still stressed and, you know, I left it to kind of stew in my head until Tuesday because I wanted to make sure that, that nothing else could come up and maybe I couldn't get any help. So I ran. I finally ran to the post office on Tuesday afternoon, and I paid the twenty-five dollars for express priority mail. Made sure that you know it required a signature. And she, you know, the the lady behind the post office desk said it would be delivered by noon the next day. So I felt a little bit better. I felt a little bit of relief, and, and I was sort of proud that I was I was able to get through that. But at the same time, I wasn't proud because I should have hired somebody. You know months ago to do this and really years ago um but interestingly enough the next morning which was the due date and that was yesterday again um i had a meeting with an old friend from high school who is an enrolled agent and he runs a local company around here that provides financial services to small businesses like payroll uh you know sales to any kind of tax stuff bookkeeping um you know, tax planning, things like that. I'll plug him in a future episode because uh, he really is a, he's a good guy. Um, But we, you know, we caught up and talked a lot and talked about golf and talked about, uh, you know, he races dirt bikes, which is pretty cool. Um, But we decided at the end of it, we're going to engage in further business. And uh, I was going to do some stuff for him and he's going to do some stuff for me. But I also found out that I could have saved a lot of headache by at least bringing the return to him and he could have checked it before we sent it off and so that was kind of a idiot moment um but it's it was a lesson learned you know and it was a hard lesson but you know what when you when you uh own a small business you know you're not expected to know everything and you you have to learn things over time and some things you learn early and some things you learn late it just depends so uh staying in your lane is certainly something I've come to embrace even though I did make that mistake but it, it, it proves it it just proves the concept uh, I have a good friend um, his name's Jeremy Turner I'm going to have him on the podcast uh, you know who knows how many times he'll be on I'm sure he'll be on a few times at least uh, to talk about this concept because he knows a lot more about it than I do he runs a small consultancy that he you know he coaches uh, nonprofits and businesses and very good at what he does and, and he's the one that really introduced me to this concept so i give all credit to him uh but i'll definitely be having him on this show to discuss this and many other things in the future uh, he's got a busy schedule so we just got to find time to do that but um you know and, and i even told him about this and he goes you know you just got to stay in your lane and he reminded me of that and there's nothing wrong with you know not knowing how to do something um, you know, like my example, I'm not an accountant. I don't have years of experience with tax law and tax loopholes and local taxes and state taxes and sales taxes and whatever other taxes you want to throw in there. 
And, and yeah, I've done my own taxes for years, but TurboTax doesn't give you any kind of tax experience. You know, it's it's all automated. So just because I use TurboTax for years doesn't mean that I, I know what I'm doing. You know, uh, and I never did think I knew what I was doing, but. Uh, it was just, uh, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was laziness or just out of, uh, I didn't want to spend the money or, you know, it could be a number of things. I really don't know. But uh, I think a lot of it was time. Um, that was a, that was a good bit of it. But uh, taxes are just complicated, you know, period. Whether you're a personal return or a business return, uh, you know, you got to make your own mistakes. But if you don't, learn from your own mistakes you can at least learn from mine uh, as late in the game as this was uh, I know I'm going to get a lot of hell people are going to say you should have hired an accountant years ago and you're you're absolutely right um, I should have and in fact I should have hired an accountant day one you know um, but it's just another example of, of staying in your lane and the mistakes that you make as a small business owner we all make them I'm sure many other business owners out there have made that exact same mistake it's just that, you know, oh shit moment that you you have uh, that kind of makes you have an epiphany about this type of stuff. And, you know, I hope that example serves at least as a good primer for new business owners to, you know, expect this and make sure you make the right decision. And a reminder for seasoned vets out there that, you know, have been running their business for however many years you know to learn from your mistakes embrace them but remember to play to your strengths and this sort of does tie into marketing because you know in my in my work i talk with a lot of business owners every week and i can tell you that marketing is something they do struggle with so what ends up happening is you know two things they either farm it out to somebody which is a good response or they try to do it themselves, which there's nothing wrong with DIY marketing. And, and sometimes, you know, if you do enough research and you're, uh, you're committed enough, you can do some cool things. But um, sometimes it's just easier to bring in somebody that, that knows what they're doing. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. So that's my story for this episode. Uh <laughs> my colossal failure this week but uh you know I, i'm i'm willing to admit it you know i'm not going to sit here and hide behind my mistakes uh we all make them uh every business owner has made big and little mistakes and, and i'm sure there's plenty of mistakes that's been made out there that's a lot worse than what i did this week and, and honestly i've made some other big mistakes over the years too obviously uh, everybody makes big mistakes but um it, you know, it could have been worse. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to jinx myself, but it definitely could have been worse. Um, but that's the topic for this week's episode. I definitely want to get Jeremy on here to talk about it, and I definitely want to get Jordan, who is, you know, uh, you know, my accountant now. Uh, I want to get him on here too, uh, not only to kind of pitch his business, but uh, for any local business owners around here, but also because he he could really give people some good advice. Uh, really good dude. Uh, knows what he's doing and has a good business there so i'm not sure what the topic of of next week's episode will be but uh, i may do a q a episode i might actually re-record that uh but stay tuned to our facebook page on that because i will post something and field any questions that you might have i do have some from last week 
but uh, I want to see what else I could get. Uh, <laughs> not that the questions weren't good. I, they were, but I just want to see, you know, what I can cobble together here. Uh, but, you know, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, you can go to marketingthings.net and find all the information you need there, or you can go to iTunes or Google Play. Uh, thanks for listening, and see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>